What is up guys, it is Quinn here, and in today's video, I'm gonna be doing my weekly injury report. So every Saturday morning, I'll just be going through, you know, potential injuries of all the fantasy relevant players heading into Sunday, and then also for the uh, Monday night games. So basically just talking through which players are good to go, which players are questionable, which players are doubtful, and then which players have already been ruled out, you know, for their respective games. Just kind of like a brief overview, maybe give some insight if I think they're likely to play, unlikely to play, all of that stuff. If you guys do have any fantasy questions, doesn't have to be related to injuries, start sits, waiver wire, trade advice, drop those down below and I'll be getting back to every single person. And then I just appreciate if you guys could hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. It really helps me a lot. The engagement has been crazy recently, so I really do appreciate it. But let's jump into, I guess, the one player who is good to go. We saw Mac Jones on the injury report this week. Apparently he was dealing with back issues and then also an illness, but he was taken off the final injury report. So he'll be good to go. Still doesn't really change much with this Patriots offense. You probably want to be avoiding most of these guys. Maybe you're throwing Ramondre Stevenson in there. Maybe Damian Harris in a deeper league or a league with a ton of flexes. But overall, I feel like this Patriots offense is probably one you want to be avoiding for fantasy, at least at this point in the season. Now moving over to some of the players who are questionable heading into week two. And unfortunately, we do have some big name players on this list. We're going to start it off with DeAndre Swift, who is dealing with an ankle injury. He uh, had missed the earlier practices in the week, returned to practice Friday on a limited basis. So that would kind of indicate kind of a toss up if he is going to go. But he came out, he said he will play on Sunday. Obviously, when a player comes out and says it, you probably take it with a grain of salt because they always want to play. I mean, we remember J.K. Dobbins like calling the uh, report cap where they were saying like he may miss week one or week two, and that was like way in the offseason, and then he ends up missing week one. So players are obviously going to be overly optimistic when it comes to their return time, but hopefully DeAndre Swift is out there, you know, started off really hot, so I'd love to see him out there in week two. Another dude who started off hot and is now injured is Michael Pittman. He is dealing with a quad issue. He didn't practice Thursday or Friday. Not necessarily a great sign, but Frank Reich did come out and say he's optimistic that Pittman will play. So another one we'll have to monitor heading into Sunday. And then we have this Buccaneers-Saints game. A lot of injuries on both sides of the ball, especially the Buccaneers. Basically, all of their weapons are hurt. So I'll get into Chris Godwin later because he's already been ruled out. But we have Mike Evans dealing with a calf injury, Leonard Fournette with a hamstring, Julio Jones with a knee, and then Russell Gage with a hamstring, just like Leonard Fournette. If I had to bet, I think all of these dudes are going to go, if not like three out of the four. Mike Evans is a dude who's always banged up. He always plays through it. Leonard Fournette, I think, should be good heading into week two. Julio and Gage are kind of a toss-up here, but both those dudes did play in week one. I believe Gage has been dealing with his hamstring for a while, so if he was able to suit up in week one, we didn't really see any like clear setbacks with that injury. So I do expect all these guys to give it a go, but definitely something to monitor because the Bucks have been hit hard with injuries. They also have Donovan Smith, who is doubtful uh, to play on Saturday or Sunday. And obviously not a fantasy relevant player, but someone on that offensive line, a really solid tackle for them. So another thing to kind of keep in mind there. On the other side with the Saints, we've got Alvin Kamara dealing with a rib injury. He missed both Thursday and Friday. Not great news, but as a veteran, you know, it wouldn't be unheard of for them to just kind of hold him out and then he's ready to go on Sunday. Another thing we'll have to monitor. I believe Mark Ingram is also questionable. 
So if Kamara doesn't play, Mark Ingram would be the guy. But now if Ingram's hurt, it just becomes, you know, a whole disaster there. And then Jameis Winston has been dealing with a back injury. I expect him to be good to go. He's listed as questionable, but I'd be pretty confident he's playing here in week two. Then we've got J.K. Dobbins, obviously with that knee coming off of the uh, torn ACL. He actually did an interview recently where he basically said it was like much worse than an ACL. I don't remember all the specific parts, but it was like he basically blew out like everything in his knee area. Um, So that's obviously why it's taking longer than the typical whatever nine to 10 months return time. But he was a full participant this entire week. That's very promising. That would lead you to believe he's playing in week two. If you do have J.K. Dobbins on your team, I'd still prefer to not start him. I think he's going to be very limited. If he does play, I think you're looking at maybe like eight to 10 touches without receiving work. That's probably not going to be someone you want in your lineup. So if you're really desperate, you're struggling without him, I guess you throw him in there. But if you're in a shallower league where you're starting like two running backs, two wide receivers, a flex, I would hope that J.K. Dobbins does not crack that lineup. So if you guys have questions about that, like Dobbins or this guy, you guys can drop those down below and I'll get back to you. Another big name player who is questionable is George Kittle. He missed week one with that groin injury, still dealing with it. He came back Friday on a limited basis. So he definitely seems like his status is still up in the air at this point. Then we have T Higgins with the concussion. He was a full participant on Friday. So that's great news for him heading into Sunday. I would expect him to be out there. And then the last player who's questionable is Alan Lazard. He's been limited all week with that ankle injury. Remember, he was held out in week one. At this point, with how bad the Packers offense looked last week, you have to expect Alan Lazard is going to be the wide receiver one on this offense. So if he is good to go, I still don't think I throw him into my lineup, but just something to you know kind of consider here. Also, if you're an Aaron Rodgers owner, something you should probably be invested in here with Alan Lazard. And then onto the players who have already been ruled out. Zach Wilson, this has kind of been known. He was going to miss a few weeks. So it will be Joe Flacco again at quarterback. Probably a bump to those running backs, Brees Hall, Michael Carter. Flacco is going to be checking it down to those guys. I already mentioned him, but Chris Godwin dealing with a hamstring. Apparently this is not related to his knee. It's a different issue. It kind of may be a blessing in disguise, honestly. Give him some extra rest. He's going to have more, you know, I guess, time to recover from that ACL. Obviously, it doesn't seem great if you're a Godwin owner, but I don't think this is like a real hit, you know, long term because the Chris Godwin investment was something where he's going to break out second half of the season. I still think that's in the cards here. It seems like it's not a super serious injury, so I wouldn't be panicking if you're a Godwin owner. Damian Williams is out for the Falcons. He is lined up as the Falcons uh, running back two, or at least he was heading into last week's game. He left early on. It left Cordero Patterson with basically the entire workhorse role because I believe, oh, what's the other running back? I think it's Avery Williams. I believe that's his name, but he's more of a special teams guy. So he didn't come in and take over that Damian Williams role. I believe Tyler Algier is going to step up this week and be the guy, be like the number two in that offense. I could see Algier getting seven to nine carries. So someone to keep an eye on if you're in a super deep league you know, could kind of fill in that Mike Davis role from last year that we saw, which really isn't a terrible role. And it will be interesting to see, you know, a young running back get out there, kind of show what he can do. Rondell Moore also going to be missing week two. He was out week one also with a hamstring injury. Kind of unfortunate here because it seemed like the opportunity for Rondell Moore to really, you know, kind of break out, show improvement from year one was going to be early on. Because once D-Hop comes back, got Marquise Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, the opportunities are going to be limited for Rondell Moore. 
So hopefully he can get back soon, but it's not ideal that they keep ruling him out, you know, before getting closer to Sunday. Uh, you know, they've done it back-to-back weeks. So not a deal there for Rondell Moore. And then the final player who was out is uh, Michael Gallup, still coming back from that ACL. It seems like, you know, they're taking the same approach. They're not rushing him back. So we'll see when Gallup can get back on the field in the future. But that is going to wrap it up for the week two injury report. Like I said, we'll be doing this every single week. So you guys can know you just stop by Saturday morning, run through all the injuries. Don't have to, you know, check a million different notifications. It'll be right here. Thank you all for stopping by. Like I said at the top, I really do appreciate it. And I'll see you guys in the next one.